Hello and good morning, Brewsters. I'm Mix Bustos, welcoming you to our first episode of this special web series to kickstart your day. We'll be speaking to all kinds of people on how they've gotten a great business or career idea off the ground and flew with it. Stories of resilience amid the pandemic. Ways to get off your mind, to, to, your mind, to get your mind off rather, your worries today that will get you off your feet and look forward to tomorrow. And this is Mood Awakening. All right. as you see a teaser video of what we're going to talk about today. Of course, marami tayong pinagdaanan guys during this past couple of months and today we are going to have a very special guest that will talk about uh, that song, mental health and everything else in between to be able to uh, show ourselves, you know, um, uh, show ourselves or show to the world rather our passion, show to the world our stories of resilience and at the same time, of course, to kickstart our Monday to kickstart our week with brand new motivation. But before we tackle today's Good Awakening topic and introduce our guests, let me first introduce to you our show sponsor, of course, Kickstart Coffee. When you combine love for coffee with business savvy, you get one of the Philippines' best coffee brands and Kickstart goes way back. Kickstart Coffee goes way back because... Enrile and Evelyn Asuncion started the company in 1977, turned it into a coffee export giant by the 80s, and has since become a staple for every coffee-loving Filipino. Their son Michael, or Mike, took over the helm in 2010 and has taken the family business to new heights. So just a quick intro of what Kickstart Coffee is. It has actually three variants. So you'll see this in stores or maybe in or online uh, platforms as well. This is the staple uh, variant. This is Brood Awakening, uh, called Brood Awakening 100% Premium Arabica. If you want a milder touch, you have this also, your daily lift. It's uh, in yellow, that, that, that the packaging is in color. Your daily lift, balanced, full-bodied, and mild. So if you want a 
a little bit of mild tasting flavor. You go with that. And of course, the Barako, Philippine Barako coffee. It is, of course, strong, bold, and smooth. So you can get Kickstart coffee in three variants all over the grocery stores and also on online platforms. And of course, this is Brood Awakening brought to you by Kickstart Coffee. And now, let me introduce to you our special guest for our first episode. He is known for bringing some of the biggest international acts to the Philippines and putting together some of the best events in the country as ever seen. With the pandemic putting the Philippine party scene on the sidelines, Stephen Koo is now pursuing his other passion, making his own inspirational music, which he hopes will light a spark among Filipinos. And you saw the music video a while ago. That song is called Kapit Lang. And to talk more about this, Stephen now joins us here on Brood Awakening. Stephen, good morning. Morning, Migs. Cheers. Morning. Cheers, cheers to our Kickstart Coffee. Maraming salamat, Stephen. Uh, okay, so when we talk of Stephen Koo, of course, for the benefit of our viewers, uh, the main, the, 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 one of the first things that will come to mind, of course, is the nightlife and the party scene. But then, Stephen, I know you go all the way back when it comes to mounting events, when it comes to music. So can you tell us more about who Stephen Koo is? Oh wow, that's a, that's a very broad question, but I'll, I'll try to I'll try to I'll try to answer it as best I can. Um, well, my background really is uh, events. That's how I started, uh, even before nightlife. Uh, and I started this back in college when uh, I was in the student council. Um, I was tasked to do events to raise funds for the for the school. So that's how I learned, and then it became uh, a passion of mine, and it became a business. But then on the side, I was doing music. So I was in a, in a band singing professionally for six years while I was doing my events business. So basically, the two, the two, the two things, passion and, uh, and purpose, merged together. Uh, and that's how I, I eventually got into nightlife. Because, of course, when you're, uh, when you're doing events, you know, you're able to experience how to throw parties. You're able to see you know, what, what works with people. And then couple that with music, which is, of course, an important element of nightlife. You know, you get a formula for um, what we have now. So in the Palace Group, that's really, you know, um, you know the purpose. I mean, it's really what, what makes us, uh, I guess, successful in our field is because most of the partners, if not all, are really passionate about what we do. Now, when you were first starting out uh, this scene, uh, maybe a mm. couple of years ago, kumbaga trailblazer kayo, Stephen, Right, yeah. so it hasn't been really done before when it comes to this kind of industry. How was it like in terms of entrepreneurship when it comes to business? Was it an easy path, or was it you know um, you also experienced different kinds of struggles when you you know um, built into this industry? Yeah, I, I wouldn't call it um, an easy path, but I also wouldn't say it's it was hard. No, I guess we you could say we were uh, we were lucky. We were at the right time, right place at the right time. Uh, when we started nightlife, we started um, the disco scene had just ended. So all these big, uh, big uh, discos at that time, like mga Faces, mga Euphoria, Mars, they were all dying. And people really just wanted to go to bars. So when we started throwing big parties again in these bars, it was major, a little bit unheard of. Um, and then these small parties eventually became the big parties, which became the nightclubs. But uh, when the first nightclub was built, 
it was more of a, you know, build it and they will come type of uh, mindset because we didn't really know if we could fill up a 500 capacity nightclub at that time. And that was already considered a super club. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, part of it was really talagang uh, vision, foresight. Um, part of it is luck. Uh, but somebody once said that luck is when opportunity meets preparation, right? Um, so, um, that and then, of course... Uh, finding a finding a problem to solve. Um, they always say don't build a business unless there's a problem to be solved. And at that time, we felt that nightlife was missing something. It didn't have enough soul. And the Filipinos at that time were just looking for something. So, yeah, you, you know, you solve that problem by providing them an outlet. Now, of course, when you fast forward from, from then and now, um, of course, with this, with COVID-19, with the pandemic really hitting, you know, hitting home and it affected industries such as the events industry. How has it been, uh, Stephen, from your perspective for these past couple of months? Well, um, we, during the pandemic, um, we were first out and it looks like we're last in. So, kumbaga, parang kaming, ano, captain of the ship. You know, we're, we're the last out then. Because uh, obviously, when the when the virus hit, nobody could do events anymore because of social distancing. And up to now, there are still no live events. So we took the initiative as a company to really pivot right away. So I mean, that's been my principle as a business person and as a as a person in general. That when times are hard, when crisis hits, pivot right away. Don't think about it. Don't wait for it to normalize because people who wait for things to normalize are normally the people that eventually realize it's never going to normalize, right? And, it, and, they're, and they're stuck in a rut. So we pivoted and now we're trailblazing virtual events. So we're doing a lot of mga, uh, virtual conferences like Digicon. We did Digicon for the past two years. We did it live and then all of a sudden overnight we turned everything online. And you know what? Um, we were surprised. There were actually more attendees. Uh, there were more speakers because now, you know, the, there's no limit. You can be anywhere in the world and you can be a speaker in a conference, right? So there's a lot of benefits, actually. Uh, but then, of course, there are the downsides, which is our budgets are cut and all of that. But you just have to look at the opportunities in crisis. And uh, we also took the opportunity to um, organize ourselves. So we, I'm currently the founding president of the League of Events and Activations Agencies of the Philippines. We were a very busy, um, you know, industry to even organize. But because of the crisis, all of a sudden, all the big agencies, big and small, nationwide, we've all come together to uh, really, um, you know, uh, create, um, set standards for industry and save the industry. How is that like from your perspective? Of course, we're talking about now, right? when mm -hmm. we've completed some projects. But during the first parts, March, March and April, that pivot, you said the pivot. Na, yeah. Alam mo, naging madali ba? Naging struggle ba siya? Like, how was it like amongst your partners? Uh, and how was it like from that perspective? Well, let, let's put it this way. Before the pandemic, I was already at a stage in my life where, you know, I was already starting the album again. So I actually have a full album under Warner Music Philippines. And I was about to release the full album. Kasi nga, medyo relaxed na ako. So what happened was, because of the pandemic, now I'm back to startup mode. <laughs> Para akong, ano ulit, startup, uh, nag-uumpisa ng business. Kasi, you know, I have to be on the ground with my team, right? My people. I can't just 
you know, I have to be an example to them. Otherwise, they'll be like, why do we have to pivot and why do we have to learn if our CEO is, you know, not doing anything? So I was the first one to study everything, all the technologies, uh, live streaming, virtual conferences, lahat. I studied it first and then my whole team followed. But it was very immediate, actually, right? March palang. So I would say that we're one of the few agencies that really uh, took the initiative to study technology right away. You know, I want to talk about the struggles and, of course, battling mm-hmm. mental health. I want to talk about these things that normal people, I mean, no ordinary people, rather. Ordinary people, you know, you can be here, you can be there. Uh, you can be, you know, working, you can be a medical health mm-hmm. worker and etc. But now I want to get it from your perspective and then also tie it with Capitlan, you're, you're single. Um, yeah. Personally, Stephen, what did you have to go through? during these past couple of months like what we are what what we go through also well okay well first off you know even before the pandemic i would see this as uh i was already saw this as a pandemic that was growing because even in my company then the people that work with me family friends you know they're all they're most of them are going through something like this in fact the people that are not telling you that they're going through it are the ones that are going through it so I just really felt uh, a strong urge to talk about it, and uh, it came in the form of music, which is really my 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 passion, right? So, me and uh, my good friend Top Suzara of Freestyle, I, I'm sure you guys are familiar with him. You know, also a great hit maker. Yeah. We came together before the pandemic and said, "Hey, let's write a song." Uh, I can't release the album, so we might as well write something else. So we said, "What do we write about?" And Capit Lang just flowed and we literally wrote the song in 30 minutes music and lyrics and all and um we just really wanted to reach out and talk to it's like a friend talking to somebody na kapit lang um and and that's really what's missing nowadays is that your friends and your family are there for you and you need to talk to them or they need to reach out to you um so kapit lang is an ode to that it's really somebody talking to you and uh, when I found out uh, through Hopeline, which I'm uh, an ambassador of Hopeline, I'm working with them, that uh, there was a surge of 200% of calls on the suicide hotline during wow. the pandemic. Imagine 200%. Huh? 200%. Uh, yes. And the age of people calling are going as young as eight years old. <laughs> so eight years old? Yes. Wow. So, wow. And eight. eight years old and going up naman. Masi, mga seniors. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know, guys, you know, we're on lockdown, yes, but people are not seeing, and maybe the government's not seeing that there's actually a bigger pandemic that's happening. In fact, in some cities, um, there is um, there are cities that have more suicides than deaths to COVID. So I don't know mm. if you know that. And in Southeast mm. Asia, we are number one, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, a lot yeah. of the a lot of the suicides kasi are not reported because you know naman our culture, the families, pag suicide, ako ko na i-report na, sasabihin niyo sa hospital. So, so yeah, I mean, like, sorry, I mean, like, I, I ramble on with these things, but no it, it's a yeah. pandemic. It's a pandemic, and we, f- I feel like people should be talking about it. And when I was at home, I personally experienced anxiety, uh, you know, and these are mental health problems. And you didn't, don't know it. I thought I was having a heart attack. I went to the doctor. Everything I was, I, I checked the man. Everything was checked, and I was good. But I really felt I was having a heart attack. So these are manifestations of what um, uh, mental health problems are. I'm sure. I get that, Stephen. Yeah, I get I'm that. Sure I get that. that. I get that. Yeah. 
Uh, mm. I'm sure that you you said that dun ako nakarelate eh, manifestation of a heart attack. A heart attack. When you feel mm-hmm. some anxiety, Stephen, di ba parang sometimes naninikip yung dipip? Yep. Minsan magigising right? ka in the middle of the night. Yeah, that's true. So, I don't mm. know if it's just like a heartburn. I don't know if it's something that's related yeah. to something. But, you know, um, upon chancing on maybe some personal struggles, di ba? I'd also like to share, of course, with what you said. Yeah, go ahead. Na, when you think of something, di ba, when you overthink of something, na parang sometimes nag-manifest siya sa physical. Eh. And yes, sometimes you sure. think more than you should. Mm. Di ba? And, um, yeah, minsan physical. And yeah, you know, um, what you mentioned about uh, what you wrote, kapit lang, because we will play it again. I'd like to talk mm. naman about the visual elements that sure. you shared in the video. So, Lem, uh, our production assistant, will cue that in. Uh, well, if you saw that a while ago, yung mga visual elements na nasa um, music video of Kapit Lang talks about certain in- individuals. Mm. Right? And I would like to ask about these cert- you know, the, the profile of these certain in- individuals and how you depicted more or less the message of this song. So if you can play that. Sige. So we're going to play Sige. the visuals no? Para while we're talking about it. Yeah, while well, we're talking about it. Sure, so sure. we're just we're okay. waiting on uh, Benny and them. Anyway, so while, 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 we're wait, while we're waiting for that, of course, Stop to Sarah is, uh, you know, uh, you mentioned also Shempe from Freestyle, lead vocalist in uh, a brilliant songwriter. Brilliant. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so here, here's actually the music video. Yeah. So yeah, we'll just play for a bit and we can talk about it. Mm. I like what they did there, much Benny and Lem. All right, so Stephen, can you talk more about the music video on how you directed yeah. it, and um, it? So basically, you know, we did the song during the pandemic. Recorded, I recorded it during the pandemic. Naka PPE ako and everything. Um, and being a brand person, being a marketing person, I wanted the song not just to be a song. I wanted it to be a campaign. So after the song was recorded and Warner released it. Um, I had already talked to um, eight of my friends, na all directors. Some of them I just actually met for this campaign. And and I said, hey, guys, we're doing something for mental health. And I have an idea to create eight stories of different scenarios of mental health. And if you could all shoot your, you know, your parang short films, and I'm going to put them all together. And then I'll also release your stories one by one. Everybody was on board because I think all of them were also had an experience when it comes to this. And they shot they all shot it in isolation, actually. So one is in Palawan, one is in Kaliraya, one is in one, one is stuck in Anilao, one is stuck in their house. So, so they all shot themselves. Yeah. Some, some shot nice. themselves, some shot people around them. 
Yeah. Uh, so the, the the visuals that you see are actually from eight different directors. Um, I'll, I'll name them. You know, to acknowledge them also. Xander Angeles, JC Helidon, Terence Angshoko, uh, Struan Wallace, um, Manny Angeles, uh, J.R. Besa. Uh, uh, oh, too many to mention. Too many oh, to mention. Francisco and one more. I need to mention one more. See? <laughs> um, I'll get back to the last one. But they're all great directors. Uh, Paolo Valenciano. So, um, uh, you know, now, now we're releasing the visuals one by one, but it's really all about showing what's happening and how they're able to cope with it cope up with it. So yun, yun yung story talaga niya. And then we tied up with Hopeline because we're helping Hopeline raise funds because I don't know if you know this also, but Hopeline is privately funded, but now they're running out of funds and they're the only super legit na suicide hotline. So when they're gone, if they're gone, then wala, there's no hope because they're the only ones that can really help people going through this. Not to play favorites or anything naman. Pero siguro amongst those eight scenarios in the music video, what resonated with you the most, Steve? Resonated, ah. Not the best uh, because I love all of them. Yeah. Manny Angeles, yung with the puppet. Kasi what he, what, the way he expressed it was he went to, he's the guy that in, in, the, in that uh, video, yung nasa bathtub, naka naka snorkel and naka uh, naka diving mask and then may puppet so the way he handled his depression or being isolated was he created content created content to help other people so through the puppet so he created his own youtube channel and all of that so yon so i think i resonate with that because uh, that's why we started that show called restart and that's why we're pushing project ripple which where brood awakening is right now also it's because we wanted to create content that would be positive and that would help people during this time. And it was also my outlet. Kumbaga, it was also helping me by helping other people. And the same goes with the song I made because, you know, I, I wanted to be productive, but it, I wanted to be productive with a purpose, diba? So when I created the song, I wanted it to really help people. And, you know, so okay, can you talk more about Project Ripple? Uh, Project Ripple Laban was uh, a startup I founded a few years ago. It was it wasn't really uh, intended for you know it wasn't really a business business, but it was a, a platform for pocket inspiration and learning. So I noticed that because you know a lot of the millennials, especially they're, parang they're misguided. They lack drive. Um, they lack motivation. Uh, a lot of them are depressed, right? I, I don't know. I don't know if you, you've seen this around you or if you had experience like this, Wigs. So I wanted to create a platform that could help them or you know give them inspiration. So uh, we would we would create we would interview a lot of you know um, key opinion leaders. We would create content like restart and like you know this show Brood Awakening, so that people can just you know learn from Filipinos. Because a lot of the time the content that we see online are foreigners, mga Americans. So parang it's so hard to relate, di ba? Pag nagsasalita si Steve Jobs versus si a Filipino who did really well. So yeah. Kaya ano siya talaga eh. Uh, yun nga. Um, we want that relatability. Di ba? We yeah. want that uh, people that we could resonate with uh, to be able to gain more inspiration. And uh, wishing all the best for Project Ripple. Pero yun nga, when we talk about these struggles, when we talk about our own battles, di ba? Um, 
for you, Stephen, meron bang concrete ways? What do you do you know, to overcome what you're going through? Um, for, for me, it's really music. Uh, music has always kept me going all through these years when I feel like I want to give up, I'll write something. Or, even if it's about a girl, I, I want to give up on a girl. I'm feeling bad, down, you know, I probably got, you know, I, I rejected or whatnot. I channel it to music and automatic because it becomes productive and it becomes something that can even inspire others. It becomes a positive. So um, positivity is really an important thing in my life. Uh, I've gone through a lot of challenges, uh, both in personal and in, in my professional career. Um, so I would say channel it with passion and, of course, a lot of prayer, uh, you know, having faith, especially right now. It doesn't have to be Catholic faith if you're not Catholic, but just have faith in something. You got to have something to believe in. Where can we, yeah. oh. <laughs> where can we, do you think, where do you think we can find positivity from your perspective? I mean, when we just talk yeah. about, you know, about what we see, everything that's happening, yeah. how do we channel that? Well, let's, to start off, don't watch anything that's negative. Uh, I mean, I think after the first month, I stopped watching the news. Not because I didn't really want to be updated, but because the news, talaga, it's I mean, you're in you're in with ANC. I'm not saying don't support news channels, but don't watch it to a point where it, it becomes an obsession. 90% yeah. of the news, 80% of the news is bad. So yeah. automatically, before you sleep, if you're watching news before you sleep, you're going to absorb that. So that's one way. Um, the second is really looking at the silver lining of things. Everything that's negative, I tell you, I, and, and I shit you not, everything that's negative has a positive. You know, you know you're going for this girl. You're going for this girl, for example, surfer or whatever, whatever she is. And then, you, you know, you, you don't get her. It's about failure. But possibly you could have learned how to surf. But you have to look for that silver lining. It doesn't come to you like that. Um, so for a lot of people, this pandemic has been in silver lining is they found themselves, you know, being with family, the time they never spent, you know, all these things. Just look for that. And I think that will really inspire you to be more positive than negative. And of I course, wanna, prayer, prayer, prayer. Yeah, I, I want to get your thoughts, of course, on the recent tragedy, on the recent calamities, of course, um, Ulysses, the virus you know, um, affected so much, so many Filipinos. Um, I want to get your thoughts on that, uh, Stephen. Um, when, where were you during that time? And at the same time, how do you, how, what did you take now on what's happening and uh, how we should get back? I like this. Okay, we're going to get a little bit more. I don't want to get political, but like, yeah. I think yeah, there's no more time for, there's no more space or time for for yung mga tingnan mo tama si Gina Lopez of course tama <laughs> si Gina Lopez we all know that already uh, but unfortunately we live in an environment na ganyan talaga so we have to make the most out of it right so ang ayoko lang is yung puro resilience resilience i'm one of those guys na parang tama na yung resilience guys alam na natin resilient ang pilipino i think it's really uh, time to move um, when that so now we're actually uh, organizing uh, a fundraising campaign under LEAP, the League of Events Agencies. 
and I'm, I'm seeing so much bayanihan going on all over the country despite the fact that everybody lost their jobs pero lahat tutulong pa rin magdo-donate pa rin pupunta talaga ron magre-rescue so i think it's um um action now is what's needed and in the future diba if you guys really don't support the people that cause this then don't vote for them diba i mean lalo na yung mga mga nandoon diba mga naapektuhan if you vote for the same leaders then i don't know i mean maybe it, you know this will happen again right yeah well but of course um I don't want to get really get too political uh, when it comes to mm. that sense. Pero I mean, para kondoy kasi to, eh, de ba Stephen? Walang walang mahirap, walang mayaman, walang yeah. politiko, walang businessman, walang empleyado. Um, mm. You're right about the story of resilience, and at the same time, we know, alam na natin yun eh, de ba? But at the same time, but in that kind of position. Diba? Um, can you talk more also about the efforts of uh, your your group and at the same time so, how you, yeah. yeah so since we're in events the, the the easiest thing for us to do is really come up with fundraising events diba? so since we are a league of all the agencies uh in mga around two weeks it should be done we should be the event should be up um we we were planning to do it this week right away, but then you know we wanted to make sure that all the details were correct. We wanted to make sure that uh, the who, whoever we're gonna send the donations to, you know, would be um, deserving of it. Because meaning when I say deserving, like you know, we're we have the assurance that it will get to the right people. Um, so we're planning out everything right now, but within two to three weeks, no, sorry, not, not three weeks, two weeks, the event should be up, whether it's a virtual event or it's a hybrid event. It's also meant to show that the live event sector is alive and that we're here to help in nation building. Because the live events industry uh, is a really huge industry that was only recognized now during the pandemic because over 500,000 plus jobs were lost. One point. 32 billion pesos of revenue was lost. So, yeah, we're here to be part of nation building. And, um, you know, this event, this uh, fundraising event is going to be uh, our, uh, no, our our ambag or our chip into mm -hmm. the whole process. Of course, shout out to everybody that we see on Facebook and Instagram, everybody um, organizing their rescue efforts, their relief efforts, and of course, praying for all our kababayans. Uh, who were affected by uh, Typhoon Ulysses, of course, in Marikina, the upper parts of uh, Philippines, in Cagayan, Cagayan no? region. Oh, grabe. Yes, in Tubigarao. So, uh, praying for everybody po. And of course, we are with you when it comes to, of course, uh, praying for you guys. Uh, to, Of course, to be uh, para makabangon and at the same time, para to get our lives back. Mm -hmm. Alright, so now let's go back now, um, Stephen, to strengthening our mental health. We don't know I like, I like to say this, eh, hindi pa natin makita yung light at the end of the tunnel, right? But yeah. what do you do now? Diba? Where are we now? Where should we be now? When it comes to sustaining or maybe uh, when it comes to um, strengthening ourselves even if we don't see the light? Um, from, a, from an institutional perspective, I think first is it has to be recognized properly. Um, I know there was a mental health act that was passed, but I don't know how accessible it is. Like, you know, can you actually go to a psychiatrist or a psychologist using your health card? Uh, that's one, no? The second part is to really talk about it. Because 
and that's why I, I wanted the song, the first song that I made to be about that because I hope other artists um, get inspired to, to sing about it, to talk about it, to make movies out of it so that it becomes, uh, it, the, there's a public light that gets uh, shown on it. Uh, you know naman, when things get talked about, it becomes normal. Meaning normal, hindi na siya tabu. Right now, yeah. marami nagtatago eh, kasi nahihiya sila, kasi baka isipin ng tao, siraulo sila. Diba? Yun na naman, yung mga, mga jokes about, oh, baka sa Mandaluyong ka. And yeah. it's these jokes that make the mental health problem even bigger because um, then the ones that have it are, are scared to be ostracized, right? So, yeah. yun, so institutional reforms and then uh, it's about, you know, everybody talking about it. And of course, on a personal level, I think you should really check up on your family and friends and your co-workers. Um, kahit walang symptoms, just check up on them because I think that's important. Ang pinaka-apiktado yata tayo lahat talaga, Stephen, of course, is COVID. Diba? Ako personally, I've had uh, loved ones, I've had people close to me who contracted the virus. And I think this may still be taboo. Or do you think from your perspective, taboo pa rin ba when we talk about COVID, when we talk about someone getting COVID? No, I, you know, honestly, it's coming to a point where you have to live with it. Because the collateral damage of the virus is becoming bigger than the damage of the virus itself, right? Hospitals are reporting more deaths due to other illnesses, heart attack, diabetes, suicide, because they, they're stuck at home. So the question now is, you know, where does the, you know, where does the pendulum the balance change, right? If you have so many people that are being affected other than COVID, um, are they less important than the ones dying of COVID? So, you know, so that's why you have to live with the virus. You have to live with the disease because uh, if we keep hiding, personally, Stephen, at least March, when government announced that there will be ECQ, everybody will be in quarantine, Toba personally, tingin mo na aabot sa ganito when it comes to dealing with mental health. Ah, mental health. Okay, akala ko about yeah. the pandemic itself. Um, yeah. mm, I had a feeling Parang, because, yeah. Yeah. because before nga, before the start pa lang, di ba, I already felt that there was a pandemic uh, of mental health. And sabi ko, pag nag-lockdown, mas lalala pa to. And true enough. Uh, after talking to Gene Goldburn, who started Hopeline, I found out all this information, and lalo akong, lalo akong na inspired to really help push it, push the awareness for it. Yeah. All right. So, uh, of course, Stephen Ku, uh, when we talk about uh, Stephen Ku, king of events, and at the same time, uh, songwriter also, of course, with his single, Kapit Lang. Stephen, can you tell us more about your plans, at least uh, for the near future? And of course, you can uh, plug your projects and uh, give a shout out to the people uh, that uh, help you and uh, you're in collaboration. Okay. Uh, well, you know, um, for the music side of things, uh, you know, check it out on Spotify, all the streaming sites, um, Apple, iTunes. There's um, MySpace, but uh, YouTube. YouTube. Uh, check out the video on YouTube um, under my channel and. Uh, we're coming up with some collaborations in the next couple of months. Hopefully, we can release the full album, which is already done. Uh, we just don't want to release it yet now because nga, parang it's not timely because everybody is stuck at home then. There's no gigs anyway. 
Uh, but stand by, watch out, watch out for that. And on the business side, of course, you know, there's Eventscape if you need any of your virtual events. So you know, plug go. Lastly, Stephen, sorry, but if, if, if I'm going to ask this, of course, in your industry, as an expert in your industry when it comes to live events and the party scene, meron ba kayong projection, at least in the near future, or maybe three to five years? For the nightlife scene, um, honestly, it's going to take a while. Uh, I think the nightlife scene will get back on its feet as restaurants. So the nightlife establishments that have restaurants combined, yan, magiging restaurant muna sila, socialization kasi will be limited to you know parang tables like you know how you are in restaurants but with a nightlife vibe um, just like back in the early days and then eventually when the vaccine there's more confidence in the vaccine people will start you know uh being more open to more crowded spaces so we're looking at around siguro another six months for nightlife to fully be back to normal and that's assuming that uh, the the confidence in the vaccine is there no i'm not an, any in any way advocating vaccine but i'm just saying in general that's how the market behaves pagka may mga ganitong scenar- scenarios all right so there you have it of course can you uh, of course check out a Stephen single on youtube it's called kapitlang written with top suzara and of course a follow uh project ripple and everything ng ginagawa ni Stephen uh when it comes to events virtual events you can just hit them up uh, for your Needs. But I'm salamat, Stephen, for your yeah, time please, here. Congratulations on, on uh, Brood Awakening. Um, I mean, this yes. is a good effort to have, you know, coffee talk like this uh, in the morning. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, yeah. uh, you know, you know, it goes on for a lot of seasons so that you can inspire more people. And thank you for having me on the first episode. I'm super honored. Thank you to uh, producer Benny and Kickstart yes. for having me. Kickstart. All right. So I'm salamat, Stephen. Cheers to that, Stephen. With kickstart coffee maraming salamat all right so the kettle has whistled before we go we'd also like to thank the guys behind project ripple and project ripple is a movement that aims to inspire passion productivity and purpose through a learning platform we'll see you again next monday same time for another episode of Rude awakening i mix bustos guys keep safe stay safe and god bless